Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Z NFT podcast. I'm your host, Matt Gazer, uh, co-creator of the Dr. Z AMZ franchise with my partner, Rolf Kovalvik, NFT con connoisseur and all things crypto. Also, Gordon Neal, our fabulous artist and friend. Um, how are you doing, guys? Monday. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. March. Nice. It's March. March. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's March Madness. See how the... The, the year just trots on and you, you you know by the time you realize that it's the end of the year but like it's you know, you're three months in it's crazy oh, i know it goes so fast it's crazy i know it seems like we're be, all just, uh, yeah. 80 years old 85 years old in a rest oh, home next month will be one year since we at the end of next month will be april i think it was april 28th or 27th we, we did our uh, first launch yeah. Yeah. yeah actually it's funny because uh set three is going to come out here at the end of this month uh, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's more official now we're getting mm -hmm. really close to being done we'll talk about that in the podcast as well yep uh, but first on on the list is um, crypto and wallets and how to protect yourself Rolf has some great tips he had a friend that uh, went through some uh, horrific experience and so he, he wanted to share that what go on brother yeah so um, I'll get into that in just a second I just wanted to go over really quick you know state of world affairs you know we have some a little bit of turmoil in the markets with the uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to the Ukrainian people. There's, you know, stuff's going on there. And then just uh, the economy, you know, it's kind of jolting the world economy because so many raw resources come from Russia that we people don't realize, you know, a lot of the raw metals that are used in like electronics and things, in, including oil, it's just a whole disruption. And, you know, we just want to all the whole world should be connected so that wars just can't even happen because you know, it's just too much of a risk. But anyways, uh, there's going to be crypto is going to be up and down. So it's an opportunity for people who are savvy. You know, when it goes down, pick it up for a little bit cheaper. When it goes up, sell it for a little bit more. So we're going to have a little bit of turmoil here probably in the next few weeks and, and months. But um, overall, crypto is going to go up, up, up like it always does. So, yeah, so I was going to talk about really quick, uh, just crypto hygiene real quick, because we had a friend who lost control of their wax wallet. And so just so everyone knows, like, you know, some sites, some places allow you to reset your 2FA, which is the two factor authentication. But with your wax wallet, it's impossible. They, they say that they may have something in the future. But just be aware that when you, if you do put your 2FA on your Wax Cloud Wallet, make sure you have backup, 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 where your password is, how, how, where you store that 2FA. If it's on Authy or Google Authenticator, you, it's really good to have a second device too. Like, so, I mean, I have like, I think five phones and an iPad and, you know, because if one of these things fails, you could lose all of your crypto stuff. So it's really good to have a backup. Like I even keep a backup like in a um, safety deposit box, you know, just because if my house burned down, you kind of have to think about these things like worst case scenarios. Um, so, I mean, for the average person, it's good to just have a backup phone, which could just be an old phone. You know, when you get a new phone, just keep your old phone and just make sure if you do turn on the 2FA which is for security purposes that you have that backup, you know, because a year might go by or two years, everything's great. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh no, I lost it. And there's just no way to get it back. So, um, that's, 
that's today's. It's a, that's a really unfortunate situation. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. you know, I think you were saying on wa- on the Wax main website they have in bold letters somewhere. You yeah, know, save your password. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like warning: if you lose your two FA, right. there's no way to reset it. So, uh, just everyone yeah. should be aware of that. And now we can move on to the next subject. But uh, it's yeah. good. It's good for everyone to go back and make sure you remember where your passwords are, what what you're doing. Do you have it set up in a way that if in a worst case scenario, like you just never know. I mean, I got in a car accident this weekend. It was really minor. But, you know, luckily, no crazy you mentioned that. Yeah. Crazy you mentioned that because my neighbor across the street from me, he was up in Tahoe with his family and the truck slid on ice, hit an embankment and rolled like three times. Everyone's totally fine, but it crushed <laughs> the cabin a little bit and everything. And they came out wow. without even a scratch, which is pretty wild. Must have been a weekend of crashes. How You didn't tell me that this morning. That's crazy. Uh, you okay? Yeah, it was just, I don't Yeah, I mean, I, there was a witness who came over and said, you know, that it wasn't my fault, you know, so I don't know what happened. I think it was, we were in a parking lot. I was going about five miles per hour as I was turning to exit, and this car just came out of nowhere, like in a parking lot going maybe 20 miles an hour. Clipped you. And just clipped, clipped me. And it was, and then we, we exchanged information and, I guess Geico Geico doesn't want to talk to you on the weekends unless you need roadside <laughs> service. So if it's a fender uh, bender, that's what, get, that's, just, what, that's what you get for a lizard. You can't even get through to Geico on yeah. the weekend if it's a fender bender. So I'm assuming Geico. Yeah. Hopefully they call me back, or I guess I have to get in the the waiting queue. But anyways, uh, back to crypto. Crazy. Uh, so, oh, sorry. Moral of the story is you never know what could happen in life. So just make sure you have your passwords saved somewhere. I know I had a friend who was, you know, a crypto millionaire, billionaire, and he actually had uh, paper wallets like Bitcoin. You can actually have a paper wallet and he had it engraved on metal plates so that literally if your house burned down, he'd have those metal plates, right? That would have the code to the the wallet of Bitcoin. So wow, it's good to think Pretty about crazy. these things. Um, I mean, for me, I use Google Titan as well which is another security protocol uh, so that no one can break into your account. But again, like the more security layers you add, the more you have to write down how to get through those security layers. So everyone just be aware of that. Okay. So now we're moving on to set three. Set three, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's cooking. It's, it's, it's coming together. So, well, I just posted a bunch of, uh, fabulous, uh, fronts to the cards that are kind of new for the set, uh, today. That's just a small little sample. I think I did like four of them. Uh, it's just going so well. John Helms is, is working on the animations. I've already prepped all uh, the PSD files for him. Those are done. The pack art's done. We're looking into getting that really cool, back and forth rotation animation on the boxes. I did some side art for the boxes as well. So the same look that you you saw in our Hollow God collaboration is going to be a standard look for our sets moving forward and definitely for set three. So we're very excited about that. Very fancy. Um, just contacted our graphic designer this morning. Uh, we're going full steam this week on getting the web, website stuff changes going. It's been kind of like a a long process of trying to figure out how we want to uh, translate this information into tactile info that people can really understand on the website. But now that a lot of that's figured out, we can go into, you know, designing all of that. Um, 
and we're just going to have, you know, an actual in the games tab, we're going to actually have, you know, the 3d game and then the 2d game tab that will take you to two separate pages that will be just all laying out lots of crazy information on how we see those two games, uh, uh, happening and then how, how all the cards in our current collections, you know, a and B equals C kind of thing. We're, um, you know, just trying to remove any barriers and, and, and confusion for, for, uh, collectors out there. I know it's, it's a long time coming and I, I really do think in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have that all laid out for you. So just hang tight and thank you for so much for being patient fans. Um, we just got so many things going and, and, uh, you know, it's all, it's all heading into a very positive direction. Um, and Gordon, you know, Gordon's working on some animation for us too, right? On the, uh, yeah. The yeah. micro mech suit, yeah. Um, yeah, we've done a, a couple of cards. There's about six, yeah. I think, have done our old animations for different cards, and and I the mech is one of them. Yeah, the mech is probably it's, the most involved and the most the one that moves the most. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, uh, that you that you're working on. John's doing some incredible animations for the Armada with all the balloons and everything, and uh, and then also for the drop ship too. It's actually going to float in, you know, go into perspective and come into the camera. And then all the inner knots are going to be spilling out and lasers are going to be shooting. And it's just going to be fancy. Yeah. So <laughs> and for uh, anyone who's new to the podcast, so John Helms is our, is one of, is our, been our main animator uh, for our first two series. And he's doing some of the ones for the new ones. So he, he was a supervisor at industrial light and magic. And he supervised a lot of, you know, revenge of the Sith and Phantom Menace and many other movies like Pearl Harbor, uh, a lot of blockbusters that you've seen. Yeah, he's, um, he, he, yeah. So he's very talented, very talented guy. We're very fortunate to be friends with him and have him on our project. But yeah, set three is shaping up. Um, I'm in full steam as well this week, as, as well as Rolf finishing up the backs for the cards. As you all know that are familiar with our project, we have a uh, an extensive uh, written material in the back of our cards, and we're very proud of that. So we're going to continue that process. Yeah. Um, and uh it's just fun inventing you know new new components to new cards that no one's ever seen before so it's a lot of fun telling those stories um we're also going to launch a free nft here maybe you know in in the next two weeks first we want to get the website up and revamped and then we're going to try this thing where we're going to shoot out a free nft to all the wax cloud wallets that have ever bought our project when we actually found out how many they, that, that was it shocked us it was a lot more than we thought i mean thousands and thousands of people or at least you know, accounts. And so they're all going to get a reminder that we're still here and hopefully that drives sales and drives, uh, you know, traction back onto discord and telegram. So we're really excited about that. And, and our plan is for it to not to be just purely spam like this. We're going to, I'm going to incorporate this, this drop that we send everybody with bounty blocks. You're going to be able to blend that into something special. And we're going to be sending out a lot more free stuff too, to people because, uh, you know, we've been having these weekly drops on Friday, but, you know, I think it's important to, especially with the new people and, and getting out, we want to have some free NFTs for people that they can also blend into other cool stuff. So, um, you know, we really appreciate everybody yeah. who's been supporting us because, you know, every cent you give us goes into the project. But I think it's important to also just, you know, spread some of Matt's beautiful art out free to everyone to see new people, Absolutely. new fans and stuff. Yeah. I got to admit, there's a core group that's fairly small, not small, but just, you know, medium size or whatever that is just always uh, continually supporting our project each week. And you guys, I tell you, man, you're you're sticking with us and we just thank you so much. I, I read everything that you guys are saying. 
And sometimes we don't get to you right away because we're so busy. I was on vacation last week uh, in Disneyland. So I do apologize if we don't get to you right away, but we're trying our best to engage with you guys each week and answer your questions as they come. So I just thank you again for your patience and for your enormous support over the past six to eight months. It's just unbelievable throughout the, the you know, the, the life of the project. So thank you guys. And just so everybody knows, you know, we're, I guess, I don't know if we were just more fringe, but you know, wax, the blockchain is, is a open, is an open blockchain where anyone can do stuff on there. But, um, we hadn't really been connected to wax, the, the wax creators of the wax blockchain. And so we've, we are now connected with uh, Michael Rubinelli. He's one of the the lead people in developing the Wax blockchain, and he, you know, he's had a few shout outs about us on his podcast that he's been on, and you know, he really loves our art and what we're doing here. So we're um, we're really connecting with them so that you're you're going to see Doctor Zamzi like on the the main DAP page in the Wax Cloud Wallet, and just really be more connected to everything with wax coming here in the next few weeks, actually. So I, um, I can't wait to meet Michael. He uh, sounds yeah. like a really interesting guy, a very nice guy. And uh, shout out to Michael, man, for uh, offering to help us out. We can really use that help. I, amazing. Yeah, and I yeah. think he, I think his job too, is just to kind of sift through all of the, there's so many projects and just try to figure out which ones he sees potential in. So he really wants to extend all of the tools that wax has to offer that, we not may not be aware of and develop this, you know, our vision for connecting NFTs to games and TV shows. You know, that's that's our vision yeah. is to it's it's the next form of entertainment. On that topic, and I think you brought this up a little bit last week, but I just kind of want to reiterate that uh, we had this great contact through our writer for the pitch deck for the animated series. He he took the the pitch deck because it's done now. It's fantastic. And he sent it to this game studio in Toronto that uh, connect with Epic Games. They do a lot of third-party work, but they also make games themselves. And they were in this sort of uh, lull where they're looking for a new IP to pick up or create themselves. And they saw the, the pitch and they, they're, they're seriously interested in, in uh, having talks with us about developing an entire 3D adventure game for Dr. Zamzi on their own. Like we would license it out, they would develop it, we would consult obviously. Um, they're less interested in the NFT side, which is fine. It would just be probably a, a PC game or a console game that come out, which would be great for the franchise. Um, yeah, the marketing you know, boost for but, the franchise but, would be amazing. Yeah. But that aside, we're still focused on our side, even if a third party decides to develop something on their own, uh, on the 3D adventure game for Wax, Play to Earn, VR, and the card game. That's that's our those are our two main main goals internally as a company. So uh even though someone else may take it on and do something with it, um, our, our focus is still just, you know, the, our our plan that we've always had. So, um, that, that was an exciting development. Um, yeah, this yeah, is a little, just, yeah, I, it took me a minute to get, wrap my head around it because we're, we're making a 3d game and a, and a card game. And I was like, well, wait, are they going to do it now? But it's, it's like star Wars. There's a thousand different star Wars games and it would literally just be us licensing Dr. Zamzi to this company who they just take right. it from there. We just make sure that right. they're sticking to the story and the, and the, you know, what the quality art and story that we want. But then we're still making Huge our game, potential. you know, so it's right. just a way to spread exactly. out the love of Dr. Zamzi, the world. So set three is coming up at the end of this month. And then our drop huge project with uh, uh, Yoshi Drops is scheduled for June. We're in contracts with them back and forth, and that's going really well and uh, very exciting. 
So, so much in the de in development right now. Um, you know, it's, it's just great. I, and also VC too. Like my mom actually found uh, a bunch of different uh, uh, firms that uh, have shown interest and want us to provide, you know, business plans and all these extra uh, things to, to help inform them making a decision to help fund our projects. But um, we're no longer searching for people who could be interested. We're actually finding people that are kind of already are, which is really cool. So um, that's that's encouraging as well. And as those people come online, our team grows and then it's just off to the races. So really cool. Cool. So um, I guess we can switch over yeah. to pop culture uh, stuff pop culture i know i'm talking a lot and i do apologize i'll give you guys a second i just want to mention uh, last night i went and saw the new batman with uh, robert pattison and i'm here to report it, it was far too long almost exactly three hours long it was too dark there was just it's it i'm all about grittiness but it was at, at times it was almost hard to see the characters it was just so gritty and so so dark and not enough action way too much talking, way too much time on dialogue that didn't, that needed to be cut, shortened up. And I, I got a headache and wanted to leave after two hours. I was done, but I had to sit for another 56 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so my yeah, recommendation I, is yeah. don't spend your money in a theater on this. Wait till it comes out free somewhere. Who knows? I did watch a couple reviews and one of the big complaints was it's about 45 minutes too long. And Way too long. The the review I saw, he said that it starts off pretty good. Like the first bit of the movie is good, but then mm -hmm. it's just terrible at the end. And it's yeah, again, it's like about an hour too long. Yeah, like mm -hmm. towards the end of the movie, and I'm not getting anything, giving anything away. They put these markers in the story, telling you things are starting to wind down. And you think, okay, okay, thank God. It's going to end here any second. And then it just goes into a whole other thing. And you're like, oh, my God. And then there's all these shots of them, like, driving places and saying goodbye. And, you know, it's like, I swear, it was just too much, too much of that. Just wrap it up. That should so be on the Matt DVD Reeves, extras. Matt, Matt Reeves that directed this, I don't, I'm not really familiar with his other work. Are you? Yeah, so Matt, Matt Reeves uh, is, is a kind of well-to-do director um, who has done, typically in the past, has done probably more comedies than actual action films, but he does mm. also specialise in intense drama and horror. So he done the some of the Cloverfield movies, um, which mm. were way back in the day, and some of the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes films as well. Um, oh, kind of okay. Gray. Um, for me, I think, what I was talk I was talking to this about, because I'm a, I'm a lifelong Batman fan and have been all my days, so you know, yeah. Batman's a huge thing for me. And uh, a couple of things. I know that the way they went with these films, because they're based more on the year one comics and the detective comics, um, then it's going to alienate a few, few people because I think with Christopher Nolan's Batmans, they had a more mass appeal because of the way he shot his movies. I think he was definitely trying to balance dialogue, action and drama, like on the, mm -hmm. that kind of whole thing. <laughs> the Batman movies now, I think, especially the way Patterson's playing it and the way Matt Reeves is directing it, it is a detective movie so there is less is. action and more thinking um which for me as a batman fan makes sense but then for people probably who are used to the the nolan stuff less maybe even like the michael keaton stuff um yeah and, yeah i mean they, they do a good job mentally really playing mm -hmm. out these complex riddles and how they try and find the solutions and there is a lot of detective work but the yeah. part that for me that was missing is all the gadgetry i mean at some yeah. point you know this guy pulls out a gun and batman's like uh you don't need that 
And he's like, uh, easy for you to say. And he just keeps going in with his gun. It's just like it, you know, Batman uses anything and everything and all his technology to get him out of stuff. And he was just, he was just, he was a super badass, but, um, but like anti-gun kind of vibe fell over the movie. And I don't know if that's a, a trend. It's more a thing where if you read the original comics, because his parents were gunned down, that's the whole mentality he takes with his whole career. True. He wants to be anti-guns. So he tries to do everything he can to not in, in, involve guns involve in his, his, his thing. Because yeah. um, a lot of the times when the franchise started getting into, like the George Clooney phase and, and stuff like that, like the gadgets were just everywhere, right? That you had guns for everything, you had stuff that shot stuff and right. no harpoons. And um, I think it's getting more down to the grounded level of Batman. Um, if he really, because even Nolan done that to an extent where he tried to, you know, uh, realize the whole Batman universe, but on the real world, like he tried to make, right. you know, because Gotham really is Chicago. So he tried to really bring that whole vibe into like the Nolan films. But I think with yeah. Matt Reeves, he's been even deeper into the comics but then i think again the further you go into the source material you might start to alienate the more general populace who aren't huge super fans of batman but like do like superhero films so it's um i mean his car was super amazing and the car chase scene was phenomenal and so super epic designed by a buddy of the podcast ash thorpe um who who made that that car designed it. he just released a uh two days i think ago he just announced that he worked on the car so yeah Congrats, that was a huge thing as well. amazing, amazing yeah. design yeah. Really. Yeah. looking think, at matt reeves i was yeah. just looking at his what he's directed and i would say right, yeah. that the second so the new if anyone hasn't seen the new planet of the apes series it's been it's fantastic and i guess he directed the best one Lord in the, the series planet. is the second one dawn of the planet of the apes, dawn of the planet of the apes. Yeah, yeah it is like one of the best movies ever like I thought that beast yeah. should be nominated for Best Picture. Like that is yeah, fantastic. It did, it did get a couple of nominations. I think it won anything. So, but yeah, so the third one was good, but yeah. not as good as the second one. Um, but the second one yeah. was just unbelievable. Cloverfield, I, mean, the one, the I thought, was I looked, a little hard to watch because it's kind of a found footage type show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the Batman films, especially Matt Reeves' recent one, I mean, for me, because I played the Arkham Asylum games, and the way those games were played out were like horror games. And I think that Batman, if you read the comics, even the year one stuff in Hush and Killing Joke, Batman really works as a horror detective film. It really is what it's supposed to be. I mean, I mean the only thing I think was, was wrong with this film was that it wasn't rated R because I think it could have expanded so much more beyond what it was doing. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I think it, it's difficult. I think the further you go into the source material in any superhero, you're starting to draw back on the generalization of what will appeal to the mass audience. But I think Reeves is really convinced about making the best Batman film he could. So, uh, but well, the I, now I, it's like, I, I, it's I still fall with Christopher Nolan. He, he killed it. All three of them were fantastic. And Bane with, uh, you know, yeah, the whole three films were incredible. I mean, Dark Knight yeah. obviously won, uh, won a bunch of Oscars as well for, for design and best supporting actor, you know, Heath Ledger. The I remember literally finishing the end of that movie, Dark Knight and just going, Oh my God, that was freaking effing yeah, amazing. Yeah. And just uh-huh. going, yes, the end and even everything, the way it yeah. ends when he's in the motorcycle, like, yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah. Um, on the topic of DC projects, yeah, DC. uh, I'm, go ahead. Um, DC League of Super DC League of Super Pets, the new trailer came out. I posted that on our uh, Discord. On the very beginning of the trailer, they show one of my pride and joy designs from the movie that I worked on, which was the apartment uh, bridge. So the spans of the bridge are actual apartments, and I had so much fun designing that, and they nailed it. It looks just like my design. Mm -hmm. Um, I designed a bunch of stuff in there, but uh, 
it's so cool to finally see, you know, an, an animated movie project that I was working on before I dived into the NFT world, uh, come, come to life, come to fruition. And I think that's coming out this summer. I'm not sure, but uh, it's coming out really soon. Yeah. So, uh, check that out and, um, you know, tell me your feedback. It, it's, it's cute. It has, uh, Keanu Reeves as Batman, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, his voice. Oh, it was really supposed well to come out last summer. But it got pushed back to this summer. May 20th is coming out this year. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. COVID. yeah. 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 Which I'm sure yeah, gave no. them more time to finesse the renders and make things even better. Stuff. Yeah. It yeah. It's got an yeah. all-star no, I mean, look, cast. The cast is like everybody. Yeah. It's got everybody. Johnson's crypto and Kevin Hart is uh, Batman's dog as well. So yeah. yeah. But it's got it's Keanu, cool. Keanu Reeves and Kate McKinnon are in it too. And John Krasinski. Yeah. From the oh, a bunch of people. I, I think it's going to be huge. It. It's going to be a huge movie. I think yeah. they're, they're you know huge uh, marketing campaign for this one. I remember. Uh, yeah. um, I mean, pets. Uh, what, what, pets have exploded since COVID. I mean, if there were, I think fifty. There's probably fifty percent more pets in America now than there were before COVID. I think it makes yeah. sense as well because I think <laughs> a similar guy, a bunch of studios also done that uh, Life of Pets uh, film as well, and that was a huge success because that had I think three films. So I mean, like they were they were yeah. super popular. Um, right. so yeah I think they're probably drawn off that but then there's a whole comic series as well there's a whole comic series of DC Pets as well that I've, I've once we uh, once once Matt Lyon finishes the pilot script full complete I'm going to go on a on a, a rampage and send all my contacts through animation our idea for you know from Lumination to Warner Brothers all those guys I have great contacts just from working with them I can wiggle my way in there and show them the pitch deck Lumination would be cool because obviously that would be really cool it. Uh, minions and, and you know I know group, and we got uh, a lot of fart man. jokes and funny things in the <laughs> script so hopefully that you know it would turns work. their head in a good way yeah yeah, yeah. my partner's yeah. obsessed with uh, with minions and and despicable me that's one of our favorites yeah. So, yeah. yeah they were saying they're they're really you know we did have a meeting with them about a year ago when in the early <laughs> infancy of this project we, we were not ready to pitch them pitch it yeah yeah and yet when the contact was right at our fingertips so we just went for it and the one thing they did say is we're looking for an original world but it has to be uh filled with comedy and slapstick stuff and uh and so we've taken that to heart and definitely the the franchise the series has got a lot of that so yeah. well if you look at the type of films they make that makes sense you know so mm -hmm. elimination yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah yeah so um just to wrap well, things up i wanted to talk about our so we had a, a drop on friday uh anybody who's been following us for the last uh, about eight drops, eight weeks, we've been doing battle satchels and battle units. And on Friday, we did our first ever instant effect units. So if you've played Clash Royale, you know that you can do lightning and you can do um, bombardment, like fireballs and things. So this was like an instant effect uh, card. And then for anybody who's, you know, we're still in it for the super high quality art. So there's a teaser for one of the new characters that's going to be in season three or sorry, set three. And I just made this sort of, there's a few images from set two and, and this image from set three that kind of links the story. So that's just for people who are really interested in the art. It's a very extremely rare. There's only three of them. Last time I checked, the number one was grabbed, but there's only three of them. So you know, we just, I just wanted to create something super rare for everybody. Uh, and then this week, I, hopefully this week we can start in the drop this week. We'll also have some free stuff for people as well. Yeah. To check yeah, out. That's great. And, and just a disclaimer for some of you fans out there, we're just, we're not making this up as we go. 
We do have, we're, we're basing all our drops on what's being presented in the white paper in the game design doc. Uh, you know, the instant effect is, you know, all these different things are in there in terms of just the structure of how we're going to lay out uh, the game. And I know it's confusing a little bit right now for some of you, and you don't quite know how it's all going to piece together. But, you know, just the, the, the thing is, is you're, you're, involved in the production of a game as it's being created. So there's some things we still are trying to figure out. Um, there's a lot of things we already know how this is going to be, but it, I, I, you know, it's, it's just know that like, we're not providing you a, a product that's done or you just collect and play the game. You're collecting and we appreciate the all the, the games being made. Yeah. And we appreciate all the feedback too. Like we love the feedback and we do take everyone's feedback seriously and you may have seen some things get changed when we get the feedback. So we appreciate everybody chatting with us. And, you know, if you have questions, just let us know. Perfect example was our last uh, website uh, revision that happened within two weeks after a huge, you know, comment uh, on Discord and stuff. And we took that to heart and made sure that you guys got some better information out there. So, yeah, we do take everything seriously. So. Yeah, I mean, it's one of these things where with any production, um, you know, Matt will tell you, I've been involved in, in, you know, visual development for so long is that, you know, these things sometimes in these productions go months, years without anybody, you know, breaking a word, you sign NDAs, you never get to talk about stuff. But, you know, it's very rare what we're doing where every single step of the way we're involving you guys, we're giving you feedback, we're showing you stuff, transparent, yeah, like, you know, we could, on the other hand, you know, like we said, we could just not do anything and, really, and you know, keep all kind of behind closed doors for, for years and years till we develop something to actually show you, but um you guys are at the cutting edge of stuff getting pushed out so you know it's a very yeah. rare look into the industry about how stuff works and there's periods too where we have a lot to show and then there's not period there's periods where we don't you know it's yeah. just because things are are being worked on right and um and so i just you know those ebbs and flows are going to happen and just you mm -hmm. know be patient with it these things take a lot of time and they take a lot of money yeah. <laughs> so we're trying yeah. to structure what we have financially with uh -huh. the the you know what 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 is needed and then the constraints in between it's very tricky cool. uh, juggling act so yeah. um but we're 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 doing well and we're doing good and we're yeah. we're just very excited what's coming up so because yeah, people i mean people have mentioned even a couple of guys in the discord i've seen talking about you know the 3d stuff had been kind of had a halt at one point but it's because there was so much focus and energy on the cards for set three like yeah. that was the priority um because that's also then funding the stuff we're doing for, for if, the 3D if event, we yeah. can sell out of set three we will uh get the i'm serious the card game will come really fast yeah <laughs> so, yeah 100 uh, it, it's, yeah. it's a priority it's something we're really really looking forward to finishing yeah. and getting done so yeah yeah, yeah so yeah Doom, All right, doom, everyone, doom, don't doom, go see doom, Batman doom. and, uh, you know. Go see Batman. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen Spider-Man for the yet. Cool car. I got to go watch Spider-Man. Yeah. I still need to watch No Way Home. Oh, yeah, I've still not seen it, but I've, I've pretty much seen every spoiler in the world at this point, so I know what happens. But yeah, I need to go see it in the cinema at one point. Yeah. I, I kind of teared, teared up a little bit, so that's a good sign. I've been told it's a very emotional roller coaster. Yeah, it's very yeah, emotional. So, yeah. Definitely. I'm an emotional guy. <laughs> No. Uh, right. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll speak to you guys later. Enjoy. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, Take we'll care, see you everybody. Week. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Bye.